0: And now live on FXBGPublicRadio.com and new iTunes app. This is the Deck. Below the
1: Logan Jack.
0: With Nick. On FXBG Public Radio.
1: FXBG Public Radio. FXBGPublicRadio.com Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, we got special guests on the phone with us from D.C., Mr. 299, J.B. What's going on, J.B.?
0: Hey, what's going on, family? How you doing? And thank you for having me, man. Oh, wow,
1: man. Thank you for being on. Um, obviously, um, for people who don't know you out here in the FXBG Public Radio Market, do you want to give people a little intro about yourself?
0: Uh, uh, I'm on, of course, uh, I'm on Big Moon Radio. You know, of course, we have uh, doing our uh, off-topic sports on Sunday at 6 p.m. And, of course, the lovely... And talented Nayana, the poetic goddess Renee. She and I have a show on Tuesday called Honest, And then we got the mastermind, the two masterminds behind it, Big Woo, Corey, Big Woo Woods, and then James J. T. Thompson. Um, you know, the brains and then the engine that right. drives right. our machine. So, um, you know, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work with them and as well as um, Nima Shine and Star L, our, love, our other lovely host, Kendra D, Spacio Bigger, they call him the Black John Madden. We've been working together going on four years now. We've been fortunate enough to build an audience, you know, uh, globally and and to just entertain people. And um I have a background in music. Used to be an M C used to write for artists. So, um, like you know, like my counterparts, you know, we all have musical backgrounds. So we think that um, You know, we have that ear. Like, you have that ear, Nick. Hey, you know when you hear good music and you hear and you see talent, you know. So, um, and being able to help people and heighten awareness and educate people, but most importantly, keeping it real and and allowing ourselves to, uh, you know, give people, help people use our platform to be heard no matter what you know, you do as an artist or whatever professional discipline you're involved in, you know, we want to make sure that we're able to help any and everybody, you know, so we all about seeing, being positive and helping people succeed and watching them
1: grow. I agree. Um, sorry, sorry. I got a pause. I, my music is my uh, music just dropped off. I was trying to fix um, this thing. Well, 100% behind that. Um, And definitely shout-out JT, shout-out Corey, everybody, Big Woo, but definitely JT. He's been uh, putting together, too. If you guys are ready, we got Tour 2020 coming up, you know, below the deck. Um, We're going to do the the top-of-the-bottom tour, um, you know, all the way from Virginia to um, Florida. So we're hitting the whole south, top to the bottom of the south. Um, (laughs) That's coming up uh, starting in June, so... Um, definitely check that out And also, you know, all these people that um, that you were just mentioning Are part of the tour So that'll be super dope If you guys want to come see us live We're going to do a radio tour live um, And you get to meet a lot of the artists And um, see a lot of stuff that we're working on um, coming up um, Hold on for one second Do you know why this is Why this would just have stopped? I have no music like it's not even, it's not playing on here. Do you think I is that on is on my side? Oh, well, that's on me. Sorry, we have a technical difficulty here. See that one, Let me fix this. Oh, you're having physical difficulties over there. Uh-oh, okay. Hey, yeah, oh, Um, I just got slapped in the face by this. There we go. It just froze. My it was just me froze. I just froze over here. Sorry. Look get that music going in the background. But yeah, <laughs> um, Mr. JB himself is on the phone with us. Just below the deck, um, radio. Um, we got some good stuff going on. Ah, uh, so with that being said, with you coughing all over the place, like we just said, um, right before we got on the phone, you got that corona. Y'all got that corona down? Uh, are up there in DC right now? Hey, man, look here. It's right there. I, I hear it's three cases around here, but... You watched, You been taking the train or you been washing your hands? Nah, man, listen. I don't do... I wash my hands, you know, when I go to the
0: bathroom or anytime, you know. I handle my business, you know. But outside of that, nah, I work from home, bro. so I don't have yeah. to get up and go, go to a job. My, my Nah, my commute is literally... 34 steps.
1: <laughs> I just go downstairs to the room and do my bit. Oh. Hey, that's mine. Uh, yeah, my studio's in my house also, and that is funny because that is what I've been saying to And right now we're doing a phone interview too, so we don't need masks. We do a phone interviews from now on, on below the deck, as y'all know, you know, we, was, we gonna try to get you to come in in person at one time, but we going to see what the, what happens with those cases before we uh, get you down here. <laughs> yeah. But look, man, hey, I'm going to tell you right now where I'm at. You know, shout out, you
0: know, shout out to uh, the DMV, PG, Charles County folk. You know, uh, look here. I'm down here and I'm here. I'm, I'm on the hideout. You dig? It's like <laughs> I got warrants. It's like I got warrants and I can't even go to the store to get no L's. I got to send a bitch to get it. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm posted.
1: They said that it's kind of getting like that though in the bigger city areas where people are like super freaked out about it. Do you um do you see that or are you you're not out enough to notice? I like do you see people not- wearing the mask now like around town or whatever?
0: Yeah, and there's been a shortage because to be honest with you, I've been involved in a few projects where I've had to go to uh Lowe's, Ace Hardware, Home Depot, and it's funny when you go to these when you go to these stores, they don't have masks. for well, the only masks they have are the are the ones that are like forty five, fifty five dollars. Right. You know, with the dual respirator on. them. So, mm. uh, yeah, it is. It, but at, at the same time, though, you know, there's there's much there's a lot of panic going on if you pay attention to the news because people are getting so many mixed messages, and you can't expect something like this to just go away. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and, and I just think I, seeing and hearing the panic, mm. you know, I think we got to have a better job, especially from our leaders, and ensuring that we keep on and we do what's best to try to make sure we take care of as many people to, you know, resolve this issue. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, 100%. I think that's a very professional thing to say. I'll also tell you that. The people that right now like everybody's lunching which is why like I have no political affiliation. You know what I mean? I just I right. like I I feel like somebody should know what the hell they're doing. And they usually do. I feel like even it's not even just like a Donald Trump thing. It's like everybody. When like I'm watching the news and I just hear what people are saying, and I'm like, yo, this is mad funny. And they're like, what are you laughing right. so hard at? And you're like, CNN. <laughs> they're like, yo, you should not be watching CNN at 12 o'clock just laughing your ass off. You're like, yo, these motherfuckers are saying some crazy shit. And then the other guy saying something different right after him. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, yo, the virus is under-contained, and the other guy's like, yo, I don't think it is. (laughs) We We're worried about it. You're like, wait, what? I'm like, yo, this is bad funny. And I'm like, I don't think that CNN's supposed to be a comedy show, 100%. But... Yo, I mean, man, I, watching I, that shit, laughing like shit. Just, oh, I agree. <laughs> like, I know. agree with you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, look at the trials. Like, what did he say during the trial? Hold on. It wasn't even Donald Trump. It's not like, that's why. People are like, it's Donald Trump. I'm like, it's everybody. All of I'm, them.
0: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you, man. For real. Uh, I hold no political affiliation either because there are certain things I'm liberal Mm -hmm. When it comes to them, and there are certain things I'm conservative about.
1: Right, yeah, you got both
0: sides. And and, and at the same time, you know, um, like 45, hey, there's good people on both sides. (laughs) You feel me? It's who has my best interest at heart, being that I'm a a business owner, and I'm all about capitalism. Right. For real. But mm, at the end of the day, I feel like... Everyone should have an equal opportunity to be successful. You know, right. everyone doesn't start off with the same on, on, on you know, on, on the same from the same. With strength.
1: the same backing. Yeah, you don't have right. the same backing. So
0: and, and that's what it's it's a shame when I hear they could throw a billion dollars to the coronavirus and mm. then you can give 30 million a year to the U.N. who who does nothing for us. And then you got three hundred million dollar lotteries out here, and but yet we got so many starving people, starving and homeless kids and people in this country. You know.
1: Well yeah. And they the also, rich
0: kid, it that's what upsets
1: me. One of the guys that just dropped out of the election, I believe he they said he spent half five hundred million dollars on his election.
0: Oh, and he dropped out. That. He spent a he spent over a billion. Yeah, that's um, what they um, were
1: saying. There was like somebody I don't I don't know if it was a billion Bloomberg. but I, I know, yeah, five hundred thousand dollars and they're like, yo, that's a lot of money. Like you could have done a lot of other stuff besides try to make campaigns about knocking people who you weren't gonna beat in the first place. But,
0: but think about it. that's not even a tenth of what he's worth.
1: Right, that's what I mean. When,
0: what you I mean. Were, you... when you were sixty five billion, then you know. <laughs> but I'm just yeah, that's a lot of
1: money though to normal people where you're like, Oh, you know it's funny because I think I, I was watching on the show the other day. They were like, he could have gave everybody a million dollars. And I was like, that's not how that math works out. <laughs> but, yeah, he could have gave people. He could have, like, helped out people. He could have helped somebody out. But uh, he definitely spent a lot of money on his campaign. Um, speaking of um, of this, too, going back into music, do you think um, now, like, well, I guess we'll say one more thing about this, which is I don't think politicians should be as funny as they are. <laughs> Stop being so funny. I'm <laughs> you know, be watching that shit at 12 o'clock in the morning, laughing my ass off, watching the news. That's when I voted. I was like, I voted against Trump because I don't have a, you know, like obviously he's come up with a lot of things now that people do not like, but like I only voted against him because I was watching it and I was like, I would like to hang out with that guy. And I was like, I don't oh, think here. anybody should be president that I'd like to hang out with. Talking about grabbing, you know, grandmother. Hey, we can go in here and do whatever. I'm like, dude, I would love to go out to the club with this guy where he's just like bossing everyone around. I was like, dude, that would be the most baller thing to do. It's yeah. out here. We're getting yeah. a table. Build us a table. Even though we don't have one, build one. We do whatever we want to. And you're like, oh, shit. This guy seems like he would be really fun to hang out with. Or to do drugs with, but also should not be the president. I don't think because it's, it, it's I would not classic. like any of my friends to be the president. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't, if I want to hang out with you, I don't trust you to be the president. The president should be somebody in my mind that is like you know about like that's why yo know, you got it. You know, you got to take care of the you know, you're taking care of the stuff. Oh, that's why I like oh. Clinton too, but also probably shouldn't have been president. Where you're like yo, you were. You were getting it in. I would love to go to the club with you because we probably, you know, pool mad girls. But not sure if you should have been the president.
0: <laughs> hey, but you know what? Though it's odd when you go back and you look at. I mean, I served this country. I'm a veteran, uh-huh. so um, and, and I and I had a real man's job in the military. Not many people want to do what I did. However, um, it was under President Clinton. Mm-hmm. He he, 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 you know, he shitted on the military, however, he handled business in other areas, and you got to think when he left office, there was a surplus. Now, go back in your history and you look at how many presidents actually actually left office in the country, had a surplus, they were in the positive, you understand right. what I'm saying? So, there were some decisions that were made that, of course, affected a lot of people, you know, that worked for the federal government. However, when you look at overall what he did and the amount of jobs that were able to, they created and that access to resources that people had, he did he did a great job. So, yeah. But, yeah, he did get his thing in, and I had the pleasure of meeting with him because I was on the presidential escort team. Nice. So I had a chance to be around the president and the vice president and the members of uh, uh, of leadership in the United States um, military as well, joint chiefs, so... Um, meeting a lot of these officers and seeing who they are, some of them are real down to earth, but at the same time, you know, things. um, just like in music,
1: oh, 100 more
0: assholes you you encounter, right? Well, <laughs> they are,
1: but also, yeah, they're also, I think, people don't ever realize with, with business, like, people are normal people, and right. I think that that's what I think a lot of people miss it, especially within entertainment for artists to learn. Nobody ever wants to meet the boss because they think like, oh, that's the boss. Like, oh, we shouldn't talk to him. And I'm like, that's the only person you should know.
0: Like, You, you want to should, talk to, the, to the, the decision maker. You need
1: that's to know the call. owner. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know, I got a job um, a couple of years ago. I was working at the racetrack and I realized that because I would hang out with the owner. And I'd walk like we'd be walking through the venue and the other people would kind of like duck their heads or like, you know, like act like they're doing busy work or whatever. And I'm like, you don't want like this is the one guy who this is the guy who signs your paycheck. This is the guy you should know. And you don't want to meet him because you just want to keep your head down and have your job and I just do my thing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this guy can make sure that you have your job. This is the guy who gave you a job. You don't want to meet him, and he's a normal person. That's how I got my jobs. I just talked to him like I was a normal person. I also think I said fuck during my interview, which is never, you know. I was like, man, you own a fucking racetrack. And I was like, oops. Well, this is an interview. Like, there it goes. Well, find out 50-50 how you're going to be responding to that one. (laughs) And they gave me the job, so that's why. They're like, oh, you finally somebody who talks to me like a real person. (laughs) And, yeah, you know, know, that's what I tell artists to do. Like, you got to talk to people like real people. You can't do your artist act to business owners. Like, they're real people. And hey, I don't think dang. people like it when you're like, oh, I'm the man or whatever. You know, Hey, tell us about yourself. I'm the man. You know the truth from, from VA. You know I'm the truth or something. Like they're like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what? You just talk to me like a real person. I get you play and act, you know. Then you know you got to right. be your role and you are your character. But like you don't do that during meetings,
0: right? Like, I can't even at have the, a the meeting end of with the day. You. I like to say this for anybody that's listening. You know, if you if you in a position where you know when they're talking about or you're a business owner, you always want to talk to the person who makes the decisions, Right. the decision maker, and at the same time don't go into it with the mindset of what you can get out of it. How can you be of help? Yes. How can you be an asset to them? Because if you put yourself in a position to solve a problem or become an asset to them, quite naturally, you know, when you help other people get what they want, you'll be blessed with what, with what you want. Well, you, you also know, so earn your job. Exactly. Where you become
1: part of the team, where you're like, I'm part of the team. Like, I announce the basketball games, but I also, like, do little other things with the owner, like, to help make sure that the games go well. And I'm like, like, they consider me part of the team. Where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, you'll help out and stuff. Like, you're the announcer, but you also, like, are part of, like, the, you know, you're part of the team, team. So... I think that's a big it's thing. A partnership. I, I worked, yeah, yeah, you become partners. And I worked, you know, I had to do that at Connected Magazine, um, for a while. I did like I think I did like 10, 11 shows up here in Virginia that Kevin was coming to before you know, before he gave me a job. Right. And that, you know, I remember that was when we thing. all met.
0: Yeah. I remember when we all met at the uh at uh, Queen, City the Queen City Award. When, um Anthony Hamilton got the uh yeah. The lifetime achievement award
1: yeah a couple of years ago yeah, yeah I've been there for five years but I mean it took me a year to even get that job um, so it is a um, it's a it's a work process for a lot of people I think you should you know do the work before you do like you said like do the work before you expect also if you expect to get paid you got to figure out how you're bringing income into the business that you're asking to pay you because you exactly. can't come to me and, and ask me like, oh, well, you work at the radio station and you work at Connected Magazine. Can you, well, you should pay me to come do, you know, come play a show. And I'm like, well, oh, man, I'm like, <laughs> you should pay me to book you for a show. Not on the radio. The radio shows are free, but um, you know what I'm saying? For live shows. But they're like, oh, I want to get right, paid but- to do live shows. And I'm like, well, here's 10 tickets. Sell them. And they're like, I oh, can't damn. sell 10 tickets. I'm going to tell you
0: this. There's people who tell me that, well, uh, I come on Big Woo Radio and, uh, but y'all got to pay me. I'm like, ho, hold, ho, hold, ho, hold, For hold, promotion? I'm tell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you like, want no, me to they, pay you to party. promote you? <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm like, obviously, I think, as I say, you must you must have me and Big Woo Radio confused with some other clown-ass stations because that ain't what we do. And, and considering and considering the, the the um the Grammy winning and nominated artists and, and and um and actors and actresses who've come on our show and even the actors you know in in different countries no nah, we're not doing that because we don't have to why why should we do that for you? you know what I'm saying right. like you, you know it's like like you know, I remember when you was telling me how people want you to bend over you know what you bring to the table. one right. thing I took from you Nick, when we first met was you know you're a value right. It wasn't as cool as a fan, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But you straight up, and you know your value, and I know what you bring to the table, and right. and, and and that's and that's huge. You know what I'm saying. And and when my boys asked me what you think, I was like, I can fuck with. You know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. he's straight up. I ain't see no. I didn't see no. was no. was no. was no, uh, no. You weren't front like we used to say. You did
1: right. Yeah, no, you get what you see. And that's why. I mean, that's why they call me Nick as always. You know, I could do, I'm pretty much the same as always. And also, the, my big thing is like, if you tell me no, I'm going to do it anyway. So, like, I asked you to be a part of it. I was asking you to be a part of it. I didn't, you know, if you fuck her like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm going to fucking do it anyway. So, like, I was just hoping you would, you know, you wanted to be down. I'm going to find somebody else who's with it. And if you say no, then I'm going to find like five people who are with it just because. Uh, <laughs> prove a point. Make it look a little bit better. So we got tour right now going on. Make sure you guys check out tours coming up in June um, with JT and myself. Um, Nick, as always, the world famous JT is what I've been calling him. So look out for that on the flyer. Um, top of the Bottom Tour, by, sponsored by Below the Deck. My man. Coming in June, we got um, like 15 shows, I believe. Um I mean, once we hit North Carolina, it's it's like, I believe it's like 12 shows in a row. Like, all the way from the 11th to the 22nd, I believe, every single day is a show. So, we're going to put in that work. Um, And that's obviously was booked by myself and JT, world famous JT, as always. Um, The um, artist,
0: man, working man in show business.
1: Oh, dude, JT is the wildest dude I know, man. He, I swear, like I was telling him that about two hours, like I gotta be careful whenever I tell him ideas, because I'll just be thinking of an idea and he'll just start like working on it. I'm like, yo, we should paint a mural of Kobe Bryant, and he'd be like, hold on, and then he'll he'll be like, hold on, and then he'd be like, oh, like, I got my painter guy on the phone right now. you're like, wait, I was like, I was just saying something, like I was just, you know. I might have been mm. smoking a little bit, just making up a crazy idea. You got the guy on the phone ready to do it? Yeah, he said he could do that's it him. probably. you like, damn. Him. I've been fast. I've been knowing JT
0: for, for going on 39 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. That's he, fam he's fam. One those, he's one. Yeah, that's, that's like he can go to my mom's crib and just walk in. I can go to his mom's crib. You know, right. his mom's his mom's. That's a true fam, right? Right. But, uh, you know, JT, one of those cats said, you know, true, loyal, thorough. And if you give an idea, he's he's taking that idea and he's thinking bigger than what you're thinking already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's always been him, man. And I, you have to... Anybody who knows him, and if you don't know him, you got to respect him as a man and respect his word and his hustle because everything, you know, if he say he going to do it, he's going to do it. And if it don't come through, he's going to be made up about it, you know, so you got to respect a G like that.
1: Oh, 100%. Always does. I mean, I've never seen him not do what he says. And also, like, right away, that's the biggest thing where I'm like, yo, you just, like, we just talked about this this morning. You got, like, three things already booked? You're like, yeah. I just made a few phone calls. I'm like, damn. All right, I'm still trying to make the flyer. I didn't even. uh, I haven't made any calls yet. Let me let me get on the phone. I'm over here working on graphics and shit. I didn't know you was calling people, booking it already. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's already done. Like, what the, damn. Um, But yeah, shout out JT too. He's been booking um a a lot of the shows here at uh, Below the Deck also. So. Shout out, man. I yeah. think he told me the other day, he was like, yo, we got all through March booked, so don't be booking nobody. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, he, so, he, he's serious with it, man. Yeah. I, mean, um,
0: I mean, JT, like, shout out to JT. When JT was able to get um, Tangi Miller, mm. you know, shout out to Tangi. You know what I'm saying? And, and and then, you know, to understand what he had to go through to, you know, to get Rick Kelly. Our Kelly's wife, unfortunately, she wasn't able to come due to family situation. But he go whatever he has to do mm-hmm. to get the artists and for them to feel comfortable to come on the show. Because sometimes you know the people hear our shows and they get them and they get them mixed up. You know, right. our Tuesday show is nothing like our Friday show. No, yes, yes,
1: show. yes, yeah. They be a little bit wild. Tuesdays get and wild.
0: It's, it's it's and that's why it's called brutally honest yep. because. You getting real and weird
1: and ain't no cut. Talk. Is that I line, Nick? No. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent not. No, that show. Oh, you can get into it. There's a bag, and you guys have a cast, um, also, which you know goes through the line of. I think that is. I think that's what like makes your show very fascinating. Is like your your lineup of crew that is on the show has like different dynamics where they come in, and right. I think it really makes it like cool. But everybody also. Super inappropriate. That is a very, yes, that is a wild show. It's a very fun show <laughs> to be on.
0: But also, like anything
1: goes on that you don't know, you know, what, what they're going to bring up, you know, oh, we got sex talk. We got, you know, the, the news yeah. talk. We got every, you know, the whatever.
0: We got JB's Mr. Two Ninety Nine. Shout out.
1: Yeah, and baby. we got, you know, just random guests can call in sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys have the ability yeah, for a lot. There's a lot of fun on on that show. And there's a lot of people that some you know, that's the thing where it's like a lot of conversation where you're like, oh, it'd be like just hanging out with your friends. Where you're like, right. I'm you might be having a conversation with somebody else while somebody else is having a conversation. And you're like, oh, it's too many people to listen but- to at once. <laughs>
0: But you know, at the same time, though, you know the way that show—it's
1: structured. It's all purpose. It, it,
0: it, it's different from our flow poetry right. show on Friday, which is great show. You know, educational. They heighten awareness. And and JT Big Woo, Nina shining star. Nina, Nina does Who that up, show, right? Yeah, Nina. Yes, yeah. Yes, she's Nina yeah, she's she been on my show
1: before. Yeah, oh. she's been on the show before.
0: And. I think that when when artists come on, brutally honest, they could they might be taken back a bit, but it's kind of a breath of fresh air because it allows them to be themselves and to not be politically correct, right. and, and they can and they can uh-huh. just they can just sit back, and relax, because like we artists share things with us on that show, man. That I mean, personal things that. We probably thought about or talked about it in the barbershop shop or with we circles with our dudes, but we get to hear these females tell us personal in depth stories about them, as well as or their relationships. So you know you're getting a different type of interview, and and you getting nothing but the real. You feel me?
1: One hundred percent. I think that I mean that's the biggest thing about interviews: is making people feel comfortable. Um... That's it. Like, even, like, now, like, me and you're just having a conversation, like, like this would be the same conversation if we talked on the phone. Um, here's the thing, though, about what you just brought up, which is something that I definitely wanted to touch on, because you do the radio shows also, um, the political correctness, that PC. Um, how are you feeling right now with everybody, like, do you feel like it's, it's more worrisome do you do you think that you have to think maybe like that's what i've been wondering about my shows like because i have a uh you know we have a discretion on a show where you're like i can say whatever i want to it's on the internet radio but like do you feel yourself questioning yourself whether or not you're like oh should i say this even you know when there are jokes and and funny things that you may be thinking about about certain topics where you're like oh if i said this joke People, the backlash that people are going to give me, especially now, you know, with the Me Too and the, <laughs> and the whoever, you know, and that's and and not to take away from Me Too, but like I I've been using that for the whole term of everything where they're like, oh, you know, you made you made a gay joke, you're like Me Too, you know, oh, everybody's offended, and you're like Me Too is offended. By everything, it's not the movement, and it has nothing to do with the women's rights. And now I just said something uh, controversial. <laughs> right, I'm this. trying to say, like, whether or not you should be worried about it. But like, do you feel like the the political correctness of the time has, like, you know, kind of edited you? Do you edit yourself personally, or do you just kind of nah, roll with it?
0: Listen, this is how, this is me. Um, I say pretty much what comes to my mind, and I think. Um, depending on the show, because not only do, you know, I do a number of shows and call and call it on shows, whether they're political, you know, whether they're just about business and financial or, you know, identity theft Mm -hmm. uh, or or it's in areas of just music, regular, you know, regular radio like we do. So as long as I know where the show is, but um, I'm going to say what I'm going to say and that's not going to rub people the wrong way. But at the same time, if you, You should uh, you should be, you should feel comfortable with getting uncomfortable, right? Because a lot of things that are said, you know, I say, I say some wild things, but at the end of the day, it's a joke. There's some truth. There's some truth to what I'm saying. Oh
1: yeah, that's the worst ones. Oh, when you make a joke about something and they're like, yo, that made me actually think about it, and you're like, that was true. Like I don't even know if that's a joke. You're like, well, I said it in a funny way, so you would understand. You know, sometimes it takes that way to do it, but. Then all of a sudden you get the you're making a joke about that, and you're like, Well, I was just trying to get you to be aware of what was happening. When yeah. somebody told you straight up what was happening, you didn't agree. Whenever I made a joke about it, now you see how he, oh, that's kind of racist. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess I was being kind of racist. Yeah. Or like, you know, or that guy's not really qualified for his job now that you mentioned it, probably. You know, it doesn't have to be politics or anything. It's just, like, certain, you know, people just don't see it, like, the same way. And especially when you make a joke now, that's the first thing. Instead of listening to what you're saying, people are picking apart what you're saying. Like, oh, my God, why Mm -hmm. would you say that? Oh, this is about, you know, gay rights are, are a serious thing, and that's the thing. Like, I wasn't making fun of, you know... Gay people, that had nothing to do with that, or you know what I mean, whatever you're talking about. That had nothing to do with politics.
0: Everybody is open game. <laughs> I don't care if you're religious, if it's political, if you're part of the LGBTQ, P community, um, if you're an amputee, if you're a, 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 a midget little person, whatever you want to be called. Look here.
1: I'm coming They do in, not like I'm when you make fun of midgets. I'll tell you. Li- uh, you know Little what? People. The spinners.
0: We'll just call them the spinners for the night.
1: How's that? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, There we go. Now we're opening it up. Yeah, let's get into trouble. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, that's that's uh, that's that's a dope um, thought, and that's that's what I say too. I always blame it on me being mixed. I'm like, I'm mixed. I can't be racist. I can't be biased. And they're like, what does that have to do with yeah. you? You can't, make fun of, you can't make fun of midgets because you're mixed. I'm like, I don't have a race. Like, we're just... They're like, that's not racist. That is actually just... Like,
0: I got in trouble for a had to here, about a year and a half ago. Um, I gave a shout out to all the cute bitches with Down syndrome that like to ride <laughs> dick with t-shirts on. And... <laughs>
1: been in But it's totally a joke. Ever. You can't tell a joke from a joke. Like, obviously, but, like, do you think that that you would, like, in real life, do they think that that is what you're, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're no, in a business meeting right now, that's too, why. Like, Nick. if this was a business meeting, do you think he would have said that? And you're like, nope, he was just fucking with you. <laughs> and you took it too damn far, and that's why. I, I do that. I stop fucking with people because I'm like... I be making jokes yeah. in real life, and I'm like, people do not think that shit is funny. Like, oh, oh I, can st- I can tell by the look on your face by what I just said, just messing around with you. You did not think that was funny. Oh, these are the church people. You know, I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. My bad. Well, you know, today, tonight I gave a shout out to
0: all the old women, all the old women that like to hymn, church hymnals, why they give, give heads. <laughs> hey, that's that's real. Sometimes
1: you got a pants strapping young man that you can feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, take the wheel! Oh. <laughs> Yo, that is so funny because the mental picture is hilarious.
0: Oh man, if if you knew how the brutally honest, show first started
1: off, man it was uh,
0: it was definitely one of the best intro shows I think ever because it was primarily for us, you know, for the audience to get to know, um, you know, myself, Nayana, Nima, and, and and see how we flow. But the show took a turn. I mean, an extreme left. Um, when I asked them is it wrong for a guy to make out with a chick and finger pop her in church and get hit? Oh, and, uh, wow, and they was like, "What And JT?" I mean, without missing a beat, he says, "JB." They would have to know the story behind that. So yeah, right. So, so one thing I'm saying is, a lot of the stories that you hear on the show that we tell, what that I tell for real, these are true stories, DJ. Yeah. They, they can be they can be authenticated and verified, hmm. and you know, is it, that's the one thing too. Is like. You know, you get real-life situations. Some of them are extremely messed up. However, there is some comedy. There there's a, there's a point of it that you just have to laugh at it for being so stupid.
1: Well, hindsight you know 2020, oh, that's my real life. I'm like, yo, in business? <laughs> business, I'm a killer. I'm like, in real life? Like, if I told you, like, like you know, like, there are stories. I, my biggest one now is because... Everyone will tell you, like, I don't do drugs anymore. You know, they're like, yo, like, I drink beer, I smoke. But they're like, yo, if someone's like, hey, you want to do something crazy? They're like, Nick doesn't do drugs. everybody will get, like, offended by it because, like, you know he doesn't do that shit. I have – there's a reason. There are stories from college that I will tell you right now about, like, yo, nope, <laughs> there's a reason why I will – don't fuck with that because – Definitely done tell it once Julianas and tell us yeah <laughs> done it I've done it before but yeah won't well, up uh, nope, I was good I learned my lesson from that but you know I'm 30 now so I'm in my good in my good 30 mode where I'm like yeah you know drinking smoking I'm good you know just keep me with the the original and you know I don't even drink liquor anymore it's just beer wow. I'm not even, you know, I can't go, I can't go down that path, you're like, I've been doing some wild stuff, where you're like, yo, is this a real story? You're like, yes, that actually happened. Like, I'm I'm that
0: way too, man, because, you know, when I was in the military, you know, um, I was infantry, so I was airborne, right. air assault, you know what I'm saying, combat lifesaver. so, you know, we, you know, we jumping out of planes and helicopters doing that, but there's nothing like getting stoned. And going for a jump? Oh my god!
1: Jumping out of a plane? Yeah, you got to nice. be crazy to do that shit. That's what I tell people when they ask me about it. Now I'm like, dude, we run <laughs> music industry. Like you think that you think we're not crazy? Everybody here is a high right now. 30
0: pounds strapped to you,
1: and enough of ammo to take out an entire. Building oh, that? To yeah, I gotta jump out this airplane. <laughs> You're like, hold on, let me smoke this joint real quick because I'm about to fucking. <laughs> I might die. <laughs> <laughs> That is something, that's why I treat it the same way. Like I said, with the music industry, when people are like, oh, you guys are, I'm like, everybody here is crazy, doggy. What do you think we're doing? You think we're just booking 20 shows, you know, for June? Yeah. Let's do a 20-show yeah. tour, whatever. You're like, do you care? Yeah. You play one show? You're like, I don't know. We that won't find Adderall, That's
0: Adderall. That's going to be the Adderall tour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's top of the bottom. <laughs> but that's why. It's too much. We, well, uh, yeah. That's, see, I can't do that either. We made just the kids the stop Andy taking Adderall. Yeah, it was funny because I was talking to my brother about this the other day and I was like, I was like, you remember you used to give your daughter Adderall? And he was like, yeah, I know. And, he's, and I was like, you know, that's like giving her meth. And he was like, I know. Because the one day I gave it to her, she was like all stacking books and stuff. And he was like, I couldn't help her because he's like, I took two. She's like, dad, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm really focused right now. And he's like, I know. I took two of them, and he was like, I can't be giving this to you, washing the dishes and stuff, like, hold on, help me clean the fence real quick, Oh man, you about to you fix just, these posts, and I was like, I, what?
0: Can I give a shout out real quick, Nick? Hey man, I want to give a shout out to all the chicks whose fathers are in the KKK, but yet, they just can't stop messing with black dudes.
1: Oh, uh, this just
0: random. When you, you mentioned meth now, that's what popped in my head. It
1: was this white KKK members' daughters? <laughs> the KKK daughters of meth. Uh, shout out yeah. to the Allegiant, uh the toothless I'm KKK. Sorry.
0: As they say in Alabama, the son, uh, sons of Confederate veterans, you know. So I don't want to leave anybody
1: out. I would assume. I would assume though it is the same. I mean I've I've eaten Adderall before. It does make you like it makes yeah, you yeah. like jacked up. I've never smoked meth though. I mean, I did have I did say I had a lot of crazy party stories. Do not have a meth one. But uh, <laughs> if you're, you're cooking Adderall chemicals in your, in your, your garage or something, yeah, I don't want you uh what's it what's it called? Heisenberg and me breaking bad out there cooking if you gotta cook that shit in a trailer in the middle of the desert, I don't want it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, is, um, that, that is a thing. Um, yeah. I met a dude. He was up for five days on that. He was like, he was like yeah, man. It's called being um, spun. It's, it's like, yo, yo he, oh, he, was, he was spun out completely. Mm-hmm. There's a movie yeah. about it, too, when they do that. And this guy's got, like, this girl locked in his bedroom or in a hotel room. for like. It's wild. It's a mad wild movie. But it's definitely about oh, wow. people smoking meth and like lunching out for days in a row um <laughs> and that's why I'm like, yo, I just saw the movie like I don't even mean, like i I can't imagine that i you know I know I have a few people that I know that are like on like harder drugs like you know yeah. like there we have one of our family members that's like crazy like on like the pills and the and maybe the hair on I don't know, but you can tell that when she's high. And I'm like, you don't know that you're high. I was trying to explain it to her, but she didn't get it.
0: You just confirmed that. I was like, I was hoping it was a chicken and not a dude.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a chick. You know how, but I'm like, you know, like, I've been smoking weed all day. And I'm telling you, right, like, you are fucked up. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't even, like, if that's how high I would get from smoking, I would not smoke. Like, you were just sitting here on the couch talking to people, and you just fell asleep right in front of everybody. And then you're just going to wake up and be like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, everybody else just noticed what happened. You're just like, huh, what? Nah, I'm good. It was just for a second. You're like, it was like five minutes. And also, you, my brother calls it eating kneecaps. He's like, you were just eating your kneecaps. Uh, you got a smoke well, detector going off? Yeah, I don't know. Let so step out here, but... Uh... Oh my goodness! But um, that's his. Oh yeah, I was about to say it better. Oh yeah, you better make sure it's uh, on his end. Me and him gonna be in there like oh JB in the fire and shit. It's gonna be in this house yeah. me and him in here getting burned up like oh shit, the, the fire's here. <laughs> that quick? Yeah, uh-huh. talking about the yeah, talking about smoking and shit. Like oh no, we're good. And you're like dude, I'm pretty sure that's at your house. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know,
0: man. It's just—it's it's, it's, it's crazy out here
1: right now, but yeah. it's the same. No, yeah, it's all good. we get get um, off there. It was just funny because we were talking about the meth um and that. But, yeah, it is, it's mad wild to me. And also, that's a, a shout-out for everybody who might be listening, which you're probably not if you're on that many drugs. But, like, just know that if you are, like, uh, people can tell whenever you are really fucking high. Like, there's a difference. People don't know when you smoke weed, but people know, like, you've been in there fucking around like that. Like, that's a difference. So, I would definitely be aware of that. And also, you know, get your shit together because that's not a good look. Yeah. If you're going to get high, get high and go to church. That way... Well, I never get how fun it is. Like, even with, like, people who are, like, drink till they black out. Like, what's what's the fun point about you getting drunk if you're going to be blacked out? Like, you got so fucked up that you don't know what you're doing or what's going on. That doesn't seem like a good place to be at, you know, mentally. Ever. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm not in control. And, you know... That's not a thing. I don't believe that is, you know, that's the difference between having fun and like, yo, you might have a fucking problem, dog. True. And, you know, that's just keeping people aware. Just watch your friends because people do that too. And that's a thing with the culture right now where like it's cool to be, you know, what are they doing, lean and Percocets and shit. And you're like, yo, you got to keep your friends in check, man. You got to watch them because you fuck around and OD on that shit. Or you know, getting too faded to know what's going on is not a good look for you to even be hanging around people like that, or for you to let your friend, somebody you would call a friend, do that.
0: Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, you have to keep this in mind. Um, and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use this, the state of Pennsylvania. Remember when they found out that for like the last 50 years, um, over 10,000 kids were abused in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, with that Amish stuff. Okay, so with that said, there are a lot of people out here who suffer some type of physical or maybe um, emotional, you know, mental abuse. Right. Growing up. And the one thing that a lot of people who aren't, people who don't um, come from wealth or have access to a lot of resources, one thing that a lot of people that are, that, that, that are in the low-income areas have no matter who you are, are res- great resolution skills. So if you're not able to deal with these things growing up, how do you think they're going to affect you when you get older? Think At some point, we're all running from something, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and being able, it's like a vet coming home from war. You know, when being in those type of environments, the mind, you know, people can only take so much. You understand what I'm saying. Everybody has a breaking point, and when you see people that are strung out like your cousin, like you was just saying, there's is an issue there. Whether it's with, whether it's with a family member or somebody who, or was, oh, she may have, she may have suffered, you know, suffered a traumatic situation as a young adult in her early twenties. I don't know how old she is, but understand something. We have to start learning how to get to the root problem, and we have to really turn back on our empathy button.
1: Because oh, I agree. I we, tried, though. Sometimes we, you try. Sometimes you try, though, and it's lost. Where you're like, you don't even understand what I'm saying to you. Whenever I, you know, we're like, hey, man, we're worried about you. You know, you get your shit together for your kids and all this. And you're like, yeah, I, I'm going to. And then you're like, oh, you wear so-and-so, you know, during Thanksgiving. And you're like, oh, she disappeared. And you're like, come back, you know zooted and you're like yo you are drunker than grandma grandma've i been drinking wine all damn day and you are fucked up like yo you better get your shit together and let me let me tell you I now, do bro. have the empathy button though cuz it does make me feel bad cuz I know there's something there I think it's just it blows my mind that's why I told you know that's why I was saying people need to look out for these people too, like don't don't just turn your back on it. make sure you like say something or like you know keep keep your mind open because they're so, like they're not listening and if you're that far gone that's why like you know what I mean where you're like oh I heard what you said but I didn't even remember you telling me that last night so you're like yeah, oh it well, made sense to me so I was like you know it's hard but also like you know
0: but go ahead I learned this I learned this in business, Nick. Years ago, you know, I, I've been in business. I'm going all the way back to 2002. I'm a hustler at heart. You feel me? Yes, sir. But people don't people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And and, and a lot of time, I really learned that. Like you were saying earlier, talk to people and treat people as who they are. You know. Mm. But when you're young, you think you know it all. But at the same time, you know these type of people. You, you, you have to get them in a different element in the environment and get them not that representation of them that you know is in a completely different mindset. You know what I'm mm. saying? And you know, it takes that. You know, coming from an individual, I'm going to be honest with you, I've had to go through I've, I've, I've undergone therapy. Mm. I had to. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day it 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 helped me, and it helped me in a lot of areas. And then that time, and then I had to go back, but it helped me become a better me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not saying that you know I'm I'm this perfect me. I'm not because we all have flaws. But uh, I'm not that I'm I'm not that true, cold-hearted asshole I used to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me. But you yeah, know you know, but you uh, do you understand the reasons now? And that's the right. difference whenever you have that self journey. I think that's a big thing that a lot of people don't dive into as much as like self-awareness where you're right. like, yeah, what are you doing? And and my thing, that's whenever I ask the people like specifically, like who do you think you are? Which is not saying it like you're not who you say, but it's just like who in your mind, who do you think you are? Like, so, like, if that's the person you want to be, like, let's work on that. But, like, who do you think you are? Because at the other times, like, to other people, you look different. Mm. Where you're, like, you know, in your mind, you're, like, oh, I'm killing it. I'm the best, blah, blah, And you're, like, but, yeah, like, who do you think, you know, and when you see yourself, who do you think you are? Because I'll tell you what people from the outside are thinking right now. You know what I mean? So there's a difference there, too. And that's what I always try to keep in mind, where you're, like, You know, when people do that, you you know, like when people are like, you know, I'm famous or I'm so-and-so and and you're like, dude, like, I don't, I don't think other people think that about you. So I always try to keep that in mind whenever I, you know, and I always try to tell people to keep that in mind too. Like you got to watch who you think you are because other people might not think the same thing about you.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know who I am and see, I'm going to be honest with you, um, even in business and knowing what I do on the radio with the number of shows I do, you know sometimes people don't know who they're gonna get. Right. But, you know, because who I am on brutally honest. Listen, is that my personality? Yeah. Are those my thoughts? Yeah. Of course. Right. I'm just the guy to say the shit that comes to my mind. But understand that it, can, you know, people, people. Well, I you have the freedom. About, can, can, conflicting with what i do with business
1: but that's what that's what i say to people too i'm like i'm just goofing around because these are my friends like i was goofing around on business i'm a like we can do business but we weren't doing business right then like i was saying stupid yes i was trying to i was just telling you some funny shit
0: but at the same time i it's for the simple fact that i do want you I do want people to feel like they walk away with
1: something. Right.
0: Because... You learn something um,
1: even throughout the jokes. You're like, the jokes are mixed with seriousness. Like, you know, because every behind every joke, there's a truth, like we were saying earlier. Right.
0: Because at the, at the end of the day, there's one thing we know that's true. Artists from now, artists from 15, 20 years ago, artists from 30, 40 years ago, even 50 years ago, have always been getting screwed when it comes to the business aspect of the entertainment right that's why i always ask them if you listen to the show where are you mentally where are you with business how are things going what you know you know what are where are you at from a business standpoint because regardless of how great of an entertainer or mc or a writer you are if you don't have your business together then it can be flushed down the toilet and and you don't get a dime i said that
1: yesterday yeah. I was telling him about, like, I was like, artists don't realize artists are interchangeable. The business yeah. always goes on. Like, we had to cut somebody from tour and we had a meeting the other day. Nobody even asked about the kid. And I was like, yo, I feel bad. <laughs> I felt bad for him too because I was like, yo, people think like it's like TV. And I'm like, yo, when you get cut in business, like it, business as usual. Like, everybody just kept going on with their everyday lives. Like, it was nothing. Nobody even asked a question. I was like, in his mind, you know, I assumed that he thought it would be like loving hip-hop or some, you know, crazy shit, like, argument. We're going to go to a bar and have a fight. or You know, you just got fired. And everybody just kept on working. Like, it didn't even exist. And I'm like, yo, all the time it takes you to build something, and I've seen it happen to people before, too, it could take you years to build something. It'd take you five seconds to fucking burn it down. Like, you will have no career. That is the craziest thing about this industry. No matter how much work you put in, you fuck around and, like, the other guy. What what happened with my other guy? My other guy got into a fight with his girlfriend. Before morning, I had five phone calls where people were like, yo, we're cutting him off. They didn't even figure out if it was true or not. It was just a post she made on Facebook and by fucking eight o'clock in the morning, every business that he had worked with had called me and been like, yo, we're cutting ties. I was like, damn, that shit happened in six hours. This motherfucker been building his career for 11 years, just fell off in six hours. <laughs> One post from his, uh, from his baby mama.
0: You know, that's crazy because, but then again, though, you know what, though, if he was messing with that broad and he knew she was crazy, then. He wasn't, he
1: did something stupid. It was, that was his fault. And I'm not, not for me to talk on it, but yeah, that was so, you know what I mean? Like, obviously you should know, um, at this point, like it's, you know, you can't, you can't be doing that. It's even the small stuff. It had nothing to do with business. And that's why he just got into like an argument with his wife and she's like, oh, this is whatever, you know, whatever they say. And then boom. You got fired from all of your jobs. And people are like, yo, we can't work with you because bad image. You have a bad image now. And at one second, and I'm like, dude, this guy's been working for 11 years to build up his resume. And all the people just fired him over a text message on Facebook. I'm like that shit is crazy. Oh, she you know, message
0: on. Um, she touched, really?
1: She posted on Facebook like we got into it and he put his hands on me or something. I don't know what she. Uh, I don't know what she put, but she said something about them getting into like a physical altercation or something. And boom, 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 boom. boom right away, everybody, nobody figured out if it was true or not. They just he was just getting fired. Nobody called to check up. They were just like, yo, we just want to let you know we're no longer, we're cutting ties with so-and-so because, you know, the last night they, you know, the the issues on social now, media. Now, what
0: if she turns around and she's joking, but she's doing that out of spite?
1: That's what I'm now, saying. You, Nobody knew, but that's you. why you got to be so fucking careful well, you're like did, like you could get fired in five seconds, and nobody ask any questions. They just keep on moving business as it goes.
0: But you know what though? I ain't got no problem putting dope in a chick's car either. Ha
1: ha 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 ha! I to set you up, bitch. Even <laughs> See,
0: like for real, for real, for real. <laughs> like look, I you you mess around, you mess around and have a call, cool, have a have a couple of hours of talking. You call picking your daughter up from daycare. Dude, I will be your daughter oh through. right?
1: I, I would be what? so bad, but that's why I. That's why you know I try to stay away from stuff like. But that is, that is funny because that's where they come at us with like even with making the jokes. Like you know I stay I I do it all the time. Also where I say super inappropriate stuff and I'm like it's a fucking joke, dude. If like obviously I wouldn't be saying it. Like Louis C.K. wasn't making jokes about jerking off in front of people because he was really doing it. Of course. You know what I mean. If I'm making a joke about Louis C.K. jerking off in front of somebody, it's clearly because I'm not fucking doing that in my personal life. So like, I'm not worried about it. Like, <laughs> but like when you're having it, you know, R. Kelly never made any rape jokes because he was really raping chicks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, hey uh, <laughs> JV, we at we're at <laughs> we just <laughs> pushed our limit. Perfect. But um, we're at eight thirty. Hey, so nah, nah, this is the end of the nah, show.
0: No. Nah, nah. Shout out to all the chicks that remain to be the host for R. Kelly's Herpes.
1: Yeah, I know. They be living in his house, still. Oh, shit. Shout it's out. I would live in R. Kelly's house. I'm pretty sure he's got a nice house. And also, he's now, in prison. I don't want to
0: be in the one where he peed on the
1: girl. Cause, ah, man, yeah. It, Are you pissing it, on yeah. people, man. How you going to make a video about pissing on people? So How you going to make a video about pissing on people? Shout out Dave Chappelle. Exactly. Dave <laughs> Shout
0: Dave out Dave Chappelle. That's classic. <laughs> but come on, dude. Um, this was-
1: <laughs> go ahead. We got to cut it off, Jay. Um we got to get out of here. Give everybody your social media where they can find you. Obviously, Big Woo Radio on Tuesdays, you're usually um on the Broody Honest show. Um but yeah, where can, can they find you there. on social media and stuff like that so we can um Uh JB Mr. 299 uh JBB will on
0: Facebook and twi- uh, uh, Twitter. Um, you know outside of that. You know, when when I'm not doing this, man, I'm I'm handling business. to the end of the day, you know, I, I I own a consulting consulting business as well as uh, a preservation company. Nice. So I'm busy. I'm I'm I'm, I'm busy, and I and, and you know in order for you to move forward in life you have to have multiple streams of income average millionaire in this country has 6 to 7 streams of income so if you're just relying on that one check that you in love with day in and day out then you need to step your game up you know, because Oof. you don't know, get where you want to go and cool. unless
1: you're willing to make the sacrifices and jump out there to get there. You dig? Yes, sir. Damn. No. Hey, you dropped that knowledge on him, man. That's we definitely leaving on that note. Um, me and you will talk later, um, but I got to get out of here. We got another show coming. We already got the, the host to uh, check out the plank is coming up at 9 o'clock. Right? No doubt. Yes. Nine o'clock. So y'all check that out on fxbgpublicradio.com. I'm Nick as always, man. JB, Mr. 299, was on on the phone with us, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, hey I'll man, give you a shout thank personally you for later. Me, bro. Yeah, super fun. We're going to do it again. I got to jump on y'all's show too so we can say some inappropriate stuff.
0: Oh, most definitely. You got, because you got stories to tell. Oh, yeah, I got those you stories. Know, you, yeah. you, you're going to be my biggie. You're going to be my biggie. <laughs> my biggie that night, all right?
1: Word, word. So we're going to do that. But definitely, we'll get up Um, and definitely just uh, let JT know whenever you want to set that up. Obviously, he'll be handling a lot of my stuff for the show, so.
0: No doubt, man. You take it easy. Thanks once again, man. It's been a pleasure. Hey, keep doing what you're doing.
1: Yes, sir. JB, Mister 299, man. Below the deck. It's below the deck, man. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. FXBGPublicRadio.com, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you go, get it at. Get it. Oh.